Remain standing. Turn in your pew Bible to page 1037. 1037. We'll be reading Ecclesiastes 1 through 15. There's a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. There's a time to be born and a time to die. There's a time to plant and a time to uproot. A time to kill and a time to heal. There's a time to tear down and there's a time to build. A time to weep, a time to laugh, a time to mourn, and a time to dance. A time to scatter stones and a time to gather them. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. There's a time to search and a time to give up. A time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to tear, a time to mend, a time to be silent. There's a time to speak. There's a time to love and a time to hate. There's a time for war and a time for peace. What do workers gain from their toil? I've seen the burden God has laid on the human race. He has made everything beautiful in its time. He has also set eternity in the human heart, yet no one can fathom what God has done from the beginning to the end. I know that there is nothing better for people than to be happy and to do good while they live, that each of them may eat and drink and find satisfaction in all of their toil. This is a gift from God. I know that everything God does will endure forever. Nothing can be added to it, and nothing can be taken away from it. God does it so that people will fear Him. Whatever is, has already been, and what will be, has been before, and God will call the past to account. This is the Word of God for the people of God. Thank you. You may be seated. I'm going to come down and share with you guys. I wanted to share something with you as far as books. This is a book. Um, what I'm going to share this morning is a book that changed my life, really. Um, very simple book. was written by a gentleman named Brother Lawrence. was a monk back in the 1500s. So it's an old book. It's a short book. It's a deep book. It's a series of conversations that um, a gentleman had with Brother Lawrence. It's called The Practice of the Presence of God. You know how we've talked about in, in the past when you, you just know that person, they walk in the room and everything changes? Sometimes it's not good, right? But sometimes it is. And you're like, wow, man, it's just, there's just a lot of peace in this room now. Or there's a lot of anxiety in this room now. Or there's a lot of frustration in this room now. Or, you know what, things just seem to be more joyful because so-and-so walked into the room. That's presence, isn't it? Right? And that's what this gentleman, Brother Lawrence, talks about. Practicing the presence of God. So Brother Lawrence decides to go into a monastery to become a monk 
And he spent the rest of his life as a cook. He just was a cook for the monastery. That's all he did. After he passed, this is one of the most read books in Christendom, other than the Bible. So his conversations and letters that he wrote to people that would ask his advice got compiled into a book. It wasn't about him being a cook or aspiring to some other position. It was about him practicing God's presence where he was. So, if you're in the mood for a tomahawk steak, something to chew on like a porterhouse, here you go. Practice the Presence of God by Brother Lawrence. Amazing book. Just an amazing book. All Things New in 22. Mm -hmm. I see everybody's eyebrows going, at least one of them. Mm -hmm. Right, right. But here we go. What does it mean? Does it mean that everything's going to go back to the way it was? That it's going to go back to normal pre-COVID? No, that's not what it means. Does it mean that everything in your life is going to be better? That it will get better? No, that's not what it means. Does it mean that we're not going to face any more difficulties? Oh, Pastor Ian, please pray that that's what it means. No, I'm sorry, and that's not what that means either. What I understand that it means and what God's telling us in that statement is is that He's going to have His Holy Spirit continually move powerfully and more directly in the earth among us for His purposes. That God is going to allow and have His Holy Spirit to move more powerfully among us, in the earth, for His purposes. That's a game changer, isn't it? We have entered a new season of time that the world is going to look back on these years that we are stepping into now and talk about a spiritual shift that took place in these days that we're living. Historically speaking, I can sit up here and talk about the first great awakening, the second great awakening, Billy Sunday, Billy Graham, all those changes. And we now, today, look back on those times and talk about them, don't we? Man, do you, do you remember in the first and second great awakening, that at 12 o'clock, there wasn't one business in New York City that was in operation. Everybody had found a church and they went there to pray. We talk about those things from then, don't we? In the past. But we've never lived in something like that, have we? It's coming. That's what I'm saying. That the Holy Spirit is going to be moving within us, among us, in a fashion to where we are going to be so drawn into what God is doing 
that it will be memorable for the years to come. You know what I'm talking about when I say feeling drawn. You're drawn in. You're drawn, some of it were drawn into to coming to church. We're drawn into being together. We're drawn into listening more about what God has for us and what He wants for our lives. That's the draw. It's almost like God has set loose a spiritual whirlpool and you're getting sucked in. Right? It's happening. And that's part of what I was talking about earlier, that it's happening here. Not everywhere. But it's happening here. And people are interested. And some people have no idea what you're talking about. But as the Holy Spirit moves throughout the earth, we, mankind, will have opportunity to choose for our hearts to be open and receive what the Lord has for us. you will have the opportunity to choose. God is not going to force you. If He did, then free will is pointless. But you have free will. I have free will. Will you choose what God has for you? Just like the things that we have experienced over the years here in our church, hearts have been mended, relationships have been restored, we have seen and had physical healings and great spiritual growth amongst many other things. More and more people will experience what we are experiencing now. In the past, God has shared that we, not our church specifically, but the church here of Bel Air, is an epicenter. It's a place from which His heart will go forth sending workers out into the fields, sharing God's love and His goodness, His power and His might with those around us. It has started with you and I. And it started with you and I being the light of Christ wherever we go. It's not just within these four walls. It's at the grocery store, it's when you're getting gas. It's where you work. It's when you're visiting family. It is on your social media, what you share, what you say to your group of friends. It's us being the light out there that has brought impact into people's lives. It's our church services. It's our Sunday morning church services. We're reaching out from here to people out and about. It's our Singspirations. It's, I look back at Steve because it's like how many people have watched and how many people has God allowed us to impact from just right here. Not in these four walls, but outside. It's our, all of our other services. It's, it's the food ministries that we do here. It's grief share that we do. It's Bible Cafe that we're able to, to be involved with. It's the radio spots that he allows us to do from the hilltop that reaches 17 counties. Are you kidding me? Yes. Heavy metal, hard rock radio. Whoa! Right? I mean, you know, so, so you go from Megadeth to, hey, this is Pastor Ian for your 60-second uplift. Are you kidding me? I, this is what I'm talking These things don't happen. They don't. 
if any, and I'm, I'm sure it probably does at some point somewhere around the world, but there are some unique, crazy opportunities that God has opened up the doors for us to walk through. Have he's not, has it not? Absolutely. From that, it, it's fulcrum radio, it's podcasts that reach around the world. You know, some of the, some of the places that are hotspots for, for the podcasts that God allows us to put out is Madrid, Spain, Dublin, Ireland, and a town in India I can't pronounce. But God allows these things. It's, it's 40 on 70. It's starting a publishing company. It's a coffee shop, a radio studio. You know, it, it, it's not just those things, but you know what? We can look inside of our own families and go, you know what? There's things that have, are happening and have happened inside of our families that are so unique and so personal between us and the Lord. Only God could have done it. God is flowing through our lives with unique things to reach people that He desperately loves. And He will meet them where they are. And He will move through us in unique ways so that us and that person will know that it's Him. We have been faithful to walk some paths in our lives. I didn't say easy paths. But in all of our unique stories, we've all walked journeys, haven't we? People can look at my life and go, man, I would not want that at all. And not because I'm a bad guy. It's just you don't want my life. And I can look at you and go, you know what? I don't want what you're going through. But God's grace is sufficient for each one of us. He is so personal. He will meet us where we are to help us get through our journey, our path, our valley. So that His light is seen. But we have been faithful to walk our paths. That we are in that, that we are becoming who God created us to be. We are becoming a more purposeful people in what God has called us to do. And with that, He further entrusts us with deeper or more extensive purposes, both personally and corporately. All things new will mean many things to each one of us throughout 22. My new is not your new. Because God's unique, right? He's going to meet you where you are. He's going to, he knows what you need 
He knows what I need. And He will meet me there, and He will meet you there to take you into your new. Even though our news may be different, we can come together and celebrate who He is in our new. For some, new will be a different outlook on life. Others, you will find new spiritual gifts and learn them and live them. Others will step into new things like new positions, new places, new stage of life, new mindset. You won't see things the way that you used to. For some, that's welcomed. For others, it brings fear. God's in it. He's in it. He's leading. He is the shepherd. He's taking you to the water that you need. He's taking you to the pasture that you need to be in. And He is your protector. Remember that. He's your protector. Here's the other thing. Please remember this. You're ready. You're ready. You may not think it. It may seem like it's going to be hard. But it will be good. Remember His promise. All things work together for good to those who love Him and who are called according to His purpose. Your job, love Him. Love Him. Love Him more than you ever have before. And if you don't know how, ask Him. Ask Him. Here are some things to remember as we move into the new. One, you are strong. You are strong because your dependence is on Him and not you. But you are strong. You've been through a season, a time of trials, of attacks, and losses. Don't think that God has not seen them take place. And don't think that He has not walked with you through them. He has. Some of you have walked through the hurt and pain of past trials. But in this season, you've allowed God to walk with you through them. There are times when some of you have felt as though he was further away than others. But that's not true. He has never left you. He has never lost sight of you. And through it all, you have grown. You're strong. Also, you're not who you once were. You have changed, church. Myself included. We have changed. We're not the same people that we were at this time last year. And we certainly are not the same people when COVID hit in March of 2020, are we? You've allowed yourself to enter the refiner's fire. And some of you have willingly, and some not so willingly, have entered the 
the process of sitting on a potter's wheel to be shaped and molded into what God desires for you. Not an easy process. But you're not the same people. But I pray that you're thankful and that you are proud that you have and that you are enduring this process. You, church, have changed and are changing. Don't stop. Continue your journey. Your vision is becoming more clear and clear. <clears throat> to the work God desires to take place in your personal life, to the work that He desires to happen in the lives of your families and to those in this region. Your personal purpose is and has, and as for some, has come into view. No longer is it something you wondered if it exists. You know that it does. And you want to know it. Your eyes are not cloudy to the spiritual world. You know God is calling you into something deeper, more profound in relationship with Him. You have seen the work of His hand, and it has made your heart thirsty for more. God is at work, and you see it. You know that it is the right thing and that it is good. Also, your hope has been or is being restored. No longer do you wonder if things will get better. You wonder how things will get better. There's a, real, a realization that God is in this for us. That there is this new thing on the horizon. That God sees what is happening and He is working about, about, working about to bring it to good. There, there is hope. And we strive to carry it day to day in our situations, knowing that God is for us and not against us. And though there are difficult times ahead, tough times, our confidence will hold that God has a plan to bring us through and that good awaits on the other side. So in all of this, there is new that await, awaits. As I mentioned, there's new mindsets as the old have to be dismantled. There's a new life as the old has to be set aside. There are new attitudes, new purposes, new callings, new outlooks that await each of us as we step forward deeper into the, our relationship with God. You've been called out from where you once were. And this is the season to step into what's ahead. What once held us back has been broken. What once seemed impossible is possible. What once seemed abnormal is now normal. The season is upon us, church, to walk in a newness of life that we have been shown and that we will know even more deeply. So let the old be the old. 
allow yourself to step into the new that God has for you. As you step forward, stand firm. Don't allow the enemy to reclaim the territory in your life that you have already surrendered to the Lord. The enemy will come again and he will try to take up residence back in the areas where he once thrived in your life, but stand firm. Don't surrender to him. Remember that you are more powerful now in the Holy Spirit than you were before. God has created you to stand strong against the enemy, to defend the things that He, God, has given you. Through prayer, worship, fellowship with God, and accountability with one another. Stand firm. Also, pursue what God has for you. As I mentioned, this can be a changing attitude a changing outlook on your life. It can be allowing God to hold your pain and allowing Him to heal your wounds as you walk into this new life. It could be a significant life change. Stepping into a new career. No matter what it is, be purposeful of walking with God and don't let your needs fall to the ground but hold them up before God in faith knowing he will answer because he will those are my words comes right out of scripture those are promises God is moving and he is answering the cries of his saints so pray and don't lose heart Pray without ceasing. Pray with boldness of faith, knowing God will hear you and that He will answer you and He will share with you great and mighty things that you don't know. Jeremiah. How awesome is that? For some, there's a coming out of hiding. This is something that the Lord had on my heart and confirmed it through another pastor. Let me share this with you. This pastor's name is Craig Cooney. He is from Hope Church in Ireland. In 1 Samuel 24, David was hiding in the caves from Saul when Saul came into the cave. David stayed in hiding, but he cut off a piece of Saul's garment. And when Saul left, verse 8 tells us that David came out of the cave and called out to Saul. Some of you are in hiding, afraid of what may happen to you if you step out. Maybe you don't feel worthy. Maybe you feel like the task is too great. Or you even doubt that God could or will be there for you. It's time to come out of hiding. 
Leave the old behind. Step into the new. Confront that thing that has come after you, just like David confronted Saul. Face the obstacle that makes you doubt or fear and stand strong with God to face your giant, your Goliath, and move forward in what God has for you. Come out of hiding, for others are more aware of your giftings and your anointings than you are at this time. But that too will change as you step out from your cave. I encourage you, embrace what God has for you. He will make a way for you as you step into your place of purpose. Allow God to reignite your dreams your desires as you step towards your rightful, rightful place and your God-given destiny. For some, your new is found in upgrading your faith. Mark 9, we've talked about this for the last couple of weeks. It is realizing, it is accepting, it is admitting your lack of faith and getting very real and raw with God on who you are and asking Him to help you build your faith that faith that you need to step into this next season. Remember, He will. He will meet you where you are. He will help you build your faith. And through this, you will step into your new. For God is faithful to bring to completion the work that He has begun in you, helping you fulfill your purpose. For some of you, your new will be something that you've never, ever done before. You will feel like you are truly stepping out of the boat on the water like Peter did with Jesus. Each step will be and seem difficult. Each step will feel different. Then you will find that what you're doing is okay. Normal will set in and you will run. For others, your comfort will be tested. You will have to believe that what is in your heart is God speaking to you. Confirm it with Scripture. You will have to have your ears closed to fear and trust God and step forward even when you don't see the way. Twenty twenty two church will be defining. It will be filled with significant choices that will set you on a course and that will impact many from your decisions. No longer is life just about how it only affects you your choices will affect those around you deeply. So ask God to help you see through His eyes. Ask God to allow your heart to feel His heart about those in your sphere of influence and ask for His continued strength and wisdom to walk along with Him with the path that He has for you.
you have to remember this is good. This is good. He is calling us into becoming what he designed us to be and why he breathed life into our lungs. It's a defining year, church. And you get to be a part of it. Practice the presence of God. That's why it's so important. We are those ones that step into the rooms that changes the atmosphere. For the good, I pray. If not, then that will be part of your new. To change and to allow God to lead you in your change. Let me pray for you and we'll be dismissed. Father, Lord God, I thank you so much for this day that you've given us, how you have blessed us. And Father, I thank you for an opportunity to share part of your heart. God, I ask you to continue to reveal yourself to us in, in the most unique ways. Father, I pray that we are challenged. That life just doesn't stay the same. Father, I pray that your spirit continually speaks to us, meets us in our time of need, confirms those things that you're sharing and you're saying to us. God challenging us to surrender our hearts to be even more shaped and molded into the character of your son, Jesus Christ. Father, may we look at 2022 as an opportunity to know you, to meet with you, to be obedient to you, and to change, to be different. God, I thank you for meeting with us. God, be with us, walk with us. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. If you